96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with not Doug Ray this time, but Garrett Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. With me is Bryce Payne, and this morning we are talking about retirees' main financial fears. Always a pleasure to sit across the studio from you. Bryce, how you doing? Doing good, Garrett. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. What'd you think about that Super Bowl we had last week? I think you and I both picked the wrong team. I mean, my, <laughs> my, my heart did. was on one team, but my <laughs> money was on the other, and I still have my heart, but I lost my money. Yes, yes. I think a lot of people did. I think there was... Uh I think I read a line that that Vegas really uh, needed a, a Chiefs a Chiefs victory, otherwise they were going to take it in the shorts. And oh, uh, really? Yeah, there was a little bit of controversy at the end of that game with the, uh, the holding the, the call. Holding call. And so yeah. you got a lot of people riled up about that one. A lot of commentators will say, just let the players play. But if they know that they're not going to be called on something like that, yeah. then they're going their play is going to be to hold. So I, <laughs> I, I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah, I, I, thought it was a, I thought it was a great game. It was. All it was the way great. until the end. And I was just like, ah, that's a dicey call. But, you know, it, it unfortunately, what happened is, you know, the, the main takeaway – was that the referees were inserted into the into the game instead of the players and the teams. And I, I always kind of get a little irritated when that happens. So. I always like to see good clock management and good strategy going yeah. on. And I love the fact that uh, Kansas did not run in for the Super Bowl, run in for the uh, touchdown at the end when they could have, uh, knowing that they would have turned the ball back over and let uh, Philadelphia be in control for the rest of the game. So the fact that he took a knee there right on the one-yard line, I love the fact that they did that. Good strategy. It's not all about just uh, jamming it in and getting the points when you can. Sure. There's uh, there's more strategy to it involved, more tactics involved. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Garrett, let's go ahead and do the, speaking of the Super Bowl, let's do the uh, uh, Wealth Guardian Service salute and... Um, had something interesting happen during that flyover yeah. at the Super Bowl. It was the first uh, all-female flyover it that was. we had. And impressive. Yeah. It was very impressive. My wife was excited about it. And it occurred to me later um, what kind of statement that is to the rest of the world. You know, a yeah. lot of people, uh, for me, I, I didn't think too much about it at mm. first. But then I realized, what, what is that saying to the rest of the world? Because the Super Bowl is watched all over the world. It's, sure. it's a main event everywhere. And I thought, you know, that's interesting because a lot of militaries out there, even first world militaries, do oh, not yeah. allow or highly limit what a woman's role is in the military and for them to see that i think kind of just uh, was a little wink and a nod to women Mm -hmm. out there across the world and so uh we're going to do this week's uh wealth guardian service salute specifically to the women out there who serve all right that's a great one bryce thank you for that my mother served so mom uh thank you for your (laughs) service in the air force and uh everybody else out there uh, every other female out there who puts on the uh the uniform for the good old stars and stripes Garrett and Doug and I give you that uh, Wealth Guardian Service salute. Thank you for your service. And, uh, men, we'll get back to you uh, next week or in time. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right, Garrett, uh, what are we talking about here in this first and second segment this week? Absolutely. We're talking about retirees' main financial fears. And, you know, Bryce, this is a, an interesting topic because, you know, one of the main things that we do when we first sit down with people, whether they're coming to us asking to help them with retirement or just some financial planning, you know, we ask them, what does retirement look like for you? You know, it's kind of our first question, fairly natural. The second question that comes out of our mouth is, okay, now that you've identified and kind of explained to me what retirement dreams look like for you. Described it. Yeah. Described it. Tell me some of the obstacles or concerns you have that could get in the way of this dream. Keep that from happening. Exactly. And so right. I think it's important that we're talking about this topic here uh, this week. 
one of the ones that comes up pretty often, Bryce, when we when we talk to folks is they're concerned about running out of money before they die. Sure. You know, they, they see money coming into the household, money leaving the household. There's concerns of inflation on everyone's mind. We'll get to that here in a little bit. But sometimes folks will get a little sad and say, you know, I just don't know if I'm going to have enough in retirement to last as long as I may I live. To, right. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, you don't know how long you're going to live in most cases. Nope. So, um, and you don't know how long your money is going to last. And you certainly want one of those events to happen before the other. Nobody wants to outlive right. their money because that's not a very pretty situation. And right. I, I would say you're right, Garrett. This is the number one fear that people have when we say, what obstacles do you see getting in the way of this retirement that you just described for me is, well, I'm not sure that I've got enough money yeah. to last me if my if I retire at 65 and I'm going to live to be 95 or whatever age they say. I don't know that I've got enough money to, to last me on that. As you said, the software that we use Mm. takes a look at one's income in retirement, and income is going to cover earned income, W-2 wages, that kind of thing. Might right. cover, if you're a landlord, might cover rental income for however long you want to be a landlord. Mm. Might cover a pension. Other, maybe you've got some kind of side gig in retirement that you're a hobby or something that makes you a little bit of money. Our software calculates all the money that you've got coming into you in retirement. That includes yep. Social Security, of course. Then it takes a look at all the assets that you've already accumulated up to mm -hmm. this point and presumably will have accumulated if retirement's another five years away. And then it takes a look at your expenses. That's usually the hardest one for people. It to, typically is the hardest for, one for, for most people, people to calculate. Yep. They know how much money they've got coming in. They know how much assets they have, how much they spend. That's a little bit of a harder one. Well, our software takes a look at those three things. And there's some other assumptions that they have to plug in there too. Inflation, cost of living adjustment on social yeah. security, um, the rate of return on your investments. So there's yeah. some assumptions we have to make. But our software tells us, hey, if you retire at, at date X and mm. you are expecting to live until date X plus 30, mm -hmm. whatever, does your money last you? So this takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. Guesswork right. out of it. We're it's not a it's not a science, but there is some art involved to it. Right. But it's of course when there are assumptions involved, again like inflation, we don't know. Yeah. But what we can do is plug in our best guesses for those assumptions, and that's really, I think that's the number one fear that people have. And the the point is that the software that we use helps us to get to the answer yeah. of that and identify whether or not that really should be a fear of theirs. Or not. Yeah, and one of the factors of safety that I like that that we build into our plans is the software that we use, especially if we're working with a couple, assumes that both live until age one hundred. So, you know, if one spouse were to pass away, typically you see a reduction in spending of that household of about one third. You're right. So, again, the likelihood of both living to age 100, we think that's a fairly safe age to kind of cut off the, the financial model at that point. Right. Um, and that gets us a pretty healthy range of outcomes that are probable and can make people sleep a little bit easier at night. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So that's the number one. Running out of money before we die tends to be the, the main concern that we have. Mm -hmm. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to uh, Garrett Ray and Bryce Payne uh, here on the Wealth Guardians radio show. And we are talking about main financial fears of people who sit down with a financial planner. What are their main fears in going into retirement? Mm -hmm. And Garrett, the second one that we've got here is blowing through your entire nest egg to pay for nursing home care. Yeah. You know, that's one that, that, it, and, and we kind of, sometimes we'll, we'll be talking to either an individual or a couple and they've got this, you know, great amount of assets built up and everything looks, looks, you know, pretty hunky dory there. One of the things that we do caution folks on is that if there's anything that's going to throw a wrench into that plan, 
is unforeseen medical costs. Right. Um, and so there's a couple ways that we can kind of handle that discussion. Um, one of the things that we are advocates of, if if there's means to do it, is uh, to get asset-based long-term care plans. Um, there's a key difference between asset-based long-term care insurance and traditional long-term care very insurance. True. Yep. Uh, a lot of people out there listening might not know this, but you can watch this uh, this radio show on our YouTube channel, The Wealth Guardians. You can watch this if you don't want to just listen to it, but watch Garrett and I. But we also have a <laughs> yep. second show on YouTube called The Vault, which are podcasts in a sense. And we are going to be doing a podcast coming up soon on the differences between mm. Um, uh, traditional long-term care and asset-based long-term care. So we won't get into it here, but if you have no idea what the difference is between those two things, then you might want to sit down with a financial planner who does. That would be us here at the Wealth Guardians. We're fiduciaries, and we do have a pretty good handle on the different types of insurance coverages out there that might play a role in a sound retirement plan. Uh, you can reach out to us to uh, set up a, uh, a time to sit down with Garrett, Doug, and myself at uh, 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. If you don't want to just sit down with us and start a financial plan, which, of course, there's no cost or obligation to do, you could also tune into our uh, upcoming um, seminar that we've got coming up in uh, Clemens, and it's called Tax Survival in Retirement. And again, if you think that uh, market risk is your biggest risk, then you might be overlooking the biggest risk to your retirement plans, which is uh, overpaying Uncle Sam more than you need to. And so again, that's Thursday, March 23rd, and Tuesday, March 28th at 6.30 p.m. Tax survival and retirement, no cost or obligation to attend, but you do have to register, 336-391-3409, or you can register at our website, thewealthguardians.com. Go to the events tab. So, Garrett, we've got a trivia question coming up here. I think we're going to run short on our first segment, but we've got uh, many more of these to uh, get through the main fears of uh, financial planning. And uh, you've got a trivia question for me because we're tossing things a little bit differently around in 2023. (laughs) Yes, we are. It's time for the Wealth Guardian's trivia question of the week. All right, Bryce. So, you know me, I I, I tend to try to follow the markets as closely as I can and I try to understand what stocks are kind of running hot and running cold. Airbnb, it's become kind of a household name. Airbnb has been on a tear lately in the last two months. Its stock has risen 56%. Has it really? It has, yep, since December. Ticker ABNB for the listeners there at home. Uh, (laughs) Founded in in August 2008. It's only been public since 2020. Airbnb is a household name, but its original name – was much longer. That's my trivia question to you is what is the original name of Airbnb? And we will see if Bryce gets at it when we return. Uh, it gives me a lot of uh, free flow ideas there. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, stick around for the answer to that trivia question on the other side of this short break. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM, WTOB. 96.7 FM, WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardian Show with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Garrett Ray. And in this segment this morning, we are going to continue talking about retirees' main financial fears. Now, before we get to our trivia question that Garrett had for me, I've got two questions for you. 
Are you looking forward to your retirement? Do you want to make sure that you're making the best financial decisions for your retirement? Well, if you answered yes to those questions, then I've got great news for you, as does Garrett. We here at The Wealth Guardians offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second-opinion-slash-review of your retirement plan, including a deep analysis of your assets, investment portfolio, insurance policies, income needs, risk tolerance, risk exposure, tax mitigation strategies, legacy goals, and the fees you are currently paying. Our goal is simple. We want to help you lower your fees, align your risk, and improve your overall retirement picture so you can retire the job and keep the paycheck. But the ball is in your court. You have to give us a call, and our phone number is 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. Give us a call or visit us at thewealthguardians.com to set up your financial plan review with Doug, Garrett, and myself today. Remember, the markets are not going to wait for you. And now let's go ahead and get to that trivia question. I've got the buzzer all ready for myself, Garrett. <laughs> all right, Bryce. So just to remind the listeners if they missed the first segment. So I tend to like to follow the stock market fairly closely. Um, a stock that caught my eye recently was Airbnb. It has been on an absolute tear um, since December of 22. It's risen 56% from an all-time low. Uh, ticker ABNB, if folks want to check it out. My question to you is, Airbnb has now become a household name. It's not uncommon to hear, oh, yeah, we're going to go to the beach and get an Airbnb. My question to you is, that is not its original name when it was founded. What was its original founding name? Okay, well, I'm going to use a little bit of deductive reasoning here, and I'm going to say that the original name for Airbnb was Air Bed and Breakfast. Excellent job. Is that, are you kidding me? I actually got that right. What was interesting about their original concept when they founded the company had absolutely nothing to do really with what they do today, which is essentially get people who are private property owners to agree to do a short-term rental for vacation purposes. The original founding concept was they wanted to purchase properties and basically reform the, the bed and breakfast industry in that they literally meant an air mattress bed and breakfast. Oh, really? Air they thought they thought it was a cheaper way to run a bed and breakfast that could be wildly profitable. They quickly realized that once you get out of your college age years, no, no. one wants to sleep on yeah. an air mattress. So yeah. I found that funny. Those youth hostel kind of things. Exactly. And they were, you know, a bunch of guys in San Francisco just graduated from Berkeley and thought it would be this great thing. And yeah, it doesn't really appeal to anyone like north of age 30. So, <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> so I just thought that or was Or making a, more than $40,000 a exactly, year, right? Right. Exactly. So uh, I just thought that was a, an interesting trivia question. Well, that's for you. funny. You know, my wife's name is Belle. And so whenever we have guests over at our guest room, we call our place Airbnb. B&B. Oh, nice. Air, Air Bell yep. and Bryce. Bell yeah. and Bryce. I yep. got that. Very good. Very good. All right. So we're continuing our conversation on here for uh, retirees' main financial fears. And in the first segment, we got through running out of money before we die and blowing through your entire nest egg to pay for nursing home care. Garrett, what's our third on our list here? Yes, absolutely. And so one of the things, again, Bryce, that we ask is we do take the time. We want to know what people are concerned about before they start planning for their retirement because that's how we get to know you and we can you know plan around some of these fears one thing that we run into fairly commonly is people are very concerned about taxation paying more taxes than they have to pay understanding how they're going to get taxed in retirement what are some of your thoughts on that and how do we help folks yeah that's that's very true people oftentimes they they consider an ira 
is 100% theirs. Mm. In fact, the I in IRA stands for individual. Yep. And that's a misnomer because yep. you've never paid any taxes on any of the money in an IRA or a 401k. And you have to pay Uncle Sam, whenever you take money out of that, you have to pay Uncle Sam a certain portion of that. Well, yep. obviously, we'd like that all to be as little portion as possible. How do we do that? What kind of strategies are out there that mm -hmm. we can pay Uncle Sam his portion, make that portion as little as possible? There are ways to do that. And mm. Often, if you're not in the financial business or the, um, the, the field that we're in, they, they don't know what those strategies are, but right. they are out there. And a lot of people will think, well, I just, I'm forced to pay Uncle Sam what I, what I have to pay, though I suspect there are ways out there, but I have no idea what those ways are. Right. Well, we are fiduciaries, and we have some basic tax understanding. We have software that helps us figure out little strategies that you can use by what type of investments you're in or what the registration of your accounts are or what your um, distribution strategy should be once you retire and you need to start pulling monies from your account instead of contributing yep. to them. Which accounts do you pull monies from in what order and, and how much from each year? That distribution strategy is huge. It is. And yep. so there's there's little things. I mean, we won't go into a big a big list of them here, but if, if you have a, a retirement plan that doesn't have tax mitigation strategies involved, uh, it's like having a four-cylinder car that only has three spark plugs in it. It's it's going to it might <laughs> be get rocky. you to where you want to get, but it's not going to be a smooth ride. Yep. There are LERPs out there, life insurance retirement plans. Mm. There are Roth conversions. There's gift taxing uh, strategies. There's qualified charitable distributions. All of these can lower how much you're paying Uncle Sam yep. and still be doing it on the up and up. Right. You know. Absolutely. So so that's that's a huge one, and we have the uh, the ability to at least lower what your taxes might be. We mm -hmm. can't eliminate them altogether, but we can help you lower them. Absolutely. Okay, what's the next one? Uh, one of the other ones that we run into fairly often is people with strong legacy goals, not having anything left to pass on to the kids, or if I do have a little uh, money set aside that I've earmarked for passing on to the kids, how do I do that? What's the best way to do that? Um, so what are your thoughts on that, Brad? Yeah. You know, a lot of people will take uh, legacy goals tends to be one of those things that people know in the back of their minds. That, yeah. I want to leave my kids something, mm -hmm. but they haven't really defined it. And they certainly haven't defined a strategy on true. how to do that. Yeah. So let's say that you want to leave your kids a hundred thousand dollars each and you got three kids. One way to do that is to take $300,000 of your retirement plan mm -hmm. and put it aside and maybe invest it more aggressively because you're not going to use that money. It's going to be the kid's money. Right. Okay. That's one way to do it. Another way would be to, and perhaps a more sensible way to do it, would be to look at a uh, life insurance plan yeah. that has a face value of $300,000 that you're only paying $20 a month into. So right. if you want to leave your kids $300,000, $100,000 each to three kids, there might be a better way to do it than that. Yep. We're going to help you figure out those strategies. But yeah, legacy goals is definitely on a lot of people's minds, but they just haven't really defined it and they certainly haven't defined a strategy for it. And so going back to taxes, Garrett, and going on to these uh, legacy goals, we've got a seminar coming up. We do. And it's Thursday, March 23rd. And then again on Tuesday, March 28th at 6.30 p.m. in the Broyhill Building in Clemens. And it's tax survival and retirement. Yeah. And taxes are a very different ball game when you are retired than they were when you were working. Most of your life from age 20 to 65 or whatever, you're familiar probably with three different taxes. Your earned income tax. Right. Maybe long-term and short-term capital gains taxes. Sure. That's yep, about absolutely. the only taxes that you're familiar with. When you retire, 
pensions, mm. uh, distributions from IRAs, uh, social security money, all of those are taxed in different ways. Yes, and you've got to make sure that you are employing the right tax strategies. That's what we're going to go over with you at these, this tax seminar. And if you want to register, it doesn't cost you anything to register. It doesn't cost you anything to attend. But you do have to pick up the phone and call us so that we know that you're coming. It's 336 391 3409. It's 336-391-3409. Or you can go to our website, thewealthguardians.com and click on the events tab and register that way. It's a great seminar. We only do this one about twice a year. And now that it's tax paying season is why we do it right now. But if you if you're about to retire, um, or have just retired and you think, gosh, I don't know how taxes are different now that I'm retired or when yeah. I'm in retirement than how they have been for the last 40 years for me, then you probably want to attend this seminar and let somebody kind of go over the ins and outs of how taxes are different in retirement and how you plan for that. Absolutely. If it's on the back of your mind, give us a call and register. Very good. All right, Garrett, let's get on to the next one. Uh, we just talked about not having enough money left to pass on to the kids. Being forced to reduce the quality or level of your lifestyle is another concern yeah. that people's have, people have going into retirement. Yeah, this one this one's interesting. Um, in our process, what we we're, we're of course interested in what your goals are, and you know we're talking about money that's coming into the household, money that's leaving the household. Our baseline is always starting off with it, let's at least maintain the lifestyle expenses that you have today. Okay, and let's see what the numbers show us. Oftentimes, we'll we'll, we'll run numbers for people and it's really good news. In fact, they've got right. a fairly significant nest egg, even when they're getting into their nineties and, and, and even beyond. So then we ask the question, okay, typically folks don't want to pass with a whole pile of money. They also, of course, we talked about this earlier. They don't want to outlive their money, right? but we could work numbers and show, you know what? You could actually enjoy retirement maybe even more than you thought. Um, or based, sooner or, or sooner. Yep. Or you could retire sooner, uh, at the same standard of living. And so what we like to do is run these, what if scenarios with people? Um, what if your spending level maintained relatively the same adjusted for inflation, of course, through your retirement years, or could you afford to spend 500 more per month, a thousand more per month? And would it have any significant impact on your nest egg? Maybe we discover that you actually have more wiggle room than you thought, right? Um, you could do some additional charitable giving. You could, you know, pay into a 529 plan for grandkids, right. college uh, planning type stuff. So we do this quite a bit for folks. Occasionally we'll run into uh, an individual or a couple where, you know what, we'll, we're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Right. And sometimes we'll let you know, hey, it's at this rate, we, we've got we to trim some fat here. And we'll have that honest conversation. I think really what's important is, once you build that level of trust with a, a client that they know that you're going to walk them through the numbers and understand what are the areas that we can tweak and move to still give you a successful retirement, but just understanding upfront, what are, what are the parameters of that retirement going to look like? And I think at least doing that and going through that exercise gives gives people peace of mind and a plan. Peace of mind is a is a key is a key term to use here because yeah. these are people's fears. It doesn't mean that the fears are established in, in a reality. Mm. More often than not, Garrett, you've been doing this for uh, about a year now. I've, I've been doing this with your dad for about five years. Yep. And um, more often than not, somebody when they identify that obstacle, we end up showing them in the end 
this isn't an obstacle you need to be overly concerned about. Right. Because you have done a good job of saving or you you have such a, a large amount of income coming in, in retirement, whether it's through pensions or 401ks. We're showing you on the numbers through our software, this doesn't need to be a huge concern of yours. Right. And if that means, gosh, well, I wanted to retire five years from now, I have absolutely no need to spend $1,000 more a month in retirement. Well, then what's the other thing that that could mean? Well, then maybe it means that you could retire earlier than what you're thinking. You Wouldn't you want to know that? I yes. mean, if you think, yeah, I really don't like my job, but I figure I've got to work five more years until age 68 to retire. Well, if you could retire right now or in two years instead of five years, you would want to know that. Yeah. And that's what our software helps us uh, get to the answers on something like that for our clients. And unfortunately, that's all the time we have this week. We hope the rest of your weekend is everything you want it to be. This is Bryce Payne along with Doug Ray and Garrett Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM, WTOB.